I'm writer and comedian Emily Winter, and this is Comedians with Ghost Stories Season 3. On today's podcast, I'm so excited to have Mary Smith, whose birthday it is. Mary, thank you so much for doing this pod. Thank you for asking. I'm so happy to be here, Emily. I'm so happy to be here, really. Mary, you are such a funny person, and I know you from doing comedy when I briefly lived in Miami, which is where you are, um, and just, you're just so funny and wonderful, and I am so excited to hear your very scary stories. So you grew up in a hotel that was haunted. Okay. Where, where was this? And tell me everything. So... First, I'll tell you the reason we did that was because I have 13 siblings. So we bought an old hotel for us to live in <laughs> where we could fit. Okay. No more sleeping in dresser drawers. Like we were all, it, most of us were going to get our own room. Not all of us. Cause there was 10 bedrooms in it. Oh uh, it's in Atlantic Highlands, New Jersey. It's right on the water. Uh, it stunning, stunning three, three story, uh, two wraparound porches, old Victorian home. Uh, Great, great fun. And yeah, there's is a scary this, story. Is this like an Irish Catholic giant family thing? Well, my dad's Irish and Catholic. My mom's Italian and Catholic. So okay. there's there was some shenanigans going on there. You know, they were doing laundry a lot. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Amazing. Cool. So you and your 12 siblings. Wait, 13 others or 12? 13. I'm the youngest. The 14. I'm the youngest oh, of the 14. Oh my gosh. Your mother is a saint for that's wonderful. Um, well, anyway, okay, tell me about your scary encounters. Oh my god. Okay, so I have some friends that are clairvoyants and they would come over and they would always get like heebie jeebies and stuff when I was a kid. And my one girlfriend's like, first of all, very clearly she sees a woman and her daughter like living in the back stairs, right? Very clearly, there's a man, some kind of equestrian was living in the attic. And she said there was another dude there too, but didn't really get the story on him. Okay. So I lived on the top floor of this hotel, right? So I have five rooms. I'm like in the penthouse, so so-called. Um, and it's beautiful. It's right on the water. It was absolutely a gorgeous, gorgeous place to grow up. And in my bedroom, I could look out of the, there's a, they have little porches, like little anise up on the top little balconies. Outside the porch door, I could see the full moon, which was absolutely gorgeous over the water, right? So I'm, I'm sleeping one night. And something wakes me up and I look out the door to look at the moon and there's a man standing on the other side of the door. Oh my God. Yeah. And I rearranged my home at two 30 in the morning. I moved my living room into my bedroom and my bedroom into my living room. And I'm like, I'm never, ever going in that room again. And literally the whole time while I'm moving the furniture and everybody thinks I'm insane. I'm like, look, if you're going to be here, fine. You can be here. But look, you stay out of my way and I'll stay out of your way. I, I get it. Like you were here first. I'm not here to like tread on you. What? Please. How How old were you and what did this guy look like? Um, He looked like like a skinny Grizzly Adams. I don't know if you know who <laughs> Grizzly Adams is. Uh, very stuck like from, I don't even know when it would be. The house is a bazillion years old. So it's a historical house. Who knows what, what was going on there? Um. And I was not young. I was in my 30s. Okay. I was in my 30s. And there's been other instances where like, 
we had a lot of people staying over all the time. Obviously there's 14 of us. Somebody's always getting married or having a wedding or, you know, having a birthday or whatever. It's like every weekend was a holiday. Um, once my cousin ran out of the house screaming because she saw the ghost upstairs and never would come back in the home, like totally freaked her out. And another time my sister-in-law said she was sleeping and she felt like the cat jump on the bed. You know, mm-hmm. we don't have a cat. <gasps> oh my God. <laughs> so, right? oh my God. So this come and sit on the bed while she was sleeping in it. And she was like, what in the what? Yeah. I almost like don't know where to start with questions because this is <laughs> so much <laughs> so crazy. Okay. So you're like, so you're in your thirties, so you're old enough to like rearrange the furniture, move, change the rooms out. Um, and all, do all your siblings still live in the house at this point? No, no. I mean, look, my mom was pregnant with me at my oldest brother's wedding. Like there is a span of 25 years between all of us. So by the time I came around, they had already been through their first round of kids, right? There was already probably like six of them out of the house. Um, but a lot of them experience the same things. We also hear the guy walking around in like, it sounds like riding boots. We would hear him walking around in the attic at all times of day and night. Um, I never, honestly, I lived there for 40 years, Emily. I never went in the attic. There was no, no, nope. I don't care what's so up. I was not interested. Wow. No. And you were so close because you were upstairs. He was in my house. Like, um, no, thank you. I just... I wouldn't open the attic door. It was like one of those push open things on the ceiling because the house, house was so old. And I'm like, you know what? Anything you want to lose and never see again, please put up there because I'm never opening that door. Like, <laughs> So when this guy was in your bedroom or like you saw him out the window, what was his expression? And did he react? Did you see him as you were moving the furniture or whatever? No, 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 no. And honestly, I know this is going to sound even crazier than my story, but like, I think I scared him. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, was like, ah! I totally, I lost it. I lost it. Like I could not close the, the big door, like, cause it was a screen door kind of. And then I had the big wooden door. I could not close the wooden door fast enough. And I was probably cursing up a storm with words. I didn't even know that I knew. But honestly, he had a look of like, oh, on his face. Like, <laughs> I scared him. <laughs> and then you just never went back in that room at night? No. Oh my God. I mean, eventually, yes. But like, not for a while. I mean, I made it my living room and I literally would just come home and like go to my bedroom or sit in my kitchen. And I, you know, there was five rooms. So I, don't worry, I had plenty of other rooms to choose from. It's so crazy that it was like an apartment in a hotel Holy cow. So where is the hotel still in the family? No, no. And it's actually, we sold it about 15 years ago, maybe, maybe 15 years ago. My parents both passed away. Another great story. My parents passed away within three months of each other. It was like the best love story ever. Um, that's that's so sweet. It, restored it. And it is stunning. Stunning. Are so they, do they use it as a house or a hotel? It's only, a, it's a couple. It's one couple. So if you ever take the ferry into New York City from New Jersey, that's where my house is. Okay. Right, in, right, right there. Wow. Wow. So, but, so it's just a couple that lives in this giant old, yeah. holy cow. Did I didn't you... tell them. The yeah, we didn't mention that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could drive the price down. Did you have any other experiences in the house before we... Cause I know you have another story too, which is wild. Yeah. 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 No, I don't have any other stories about that house. Um, it was just a great house to grow up in, you know, that was oh it. My God. <laughs> except it was haunted. Like, did it freak you out when you were a kid? 
Uh, no, honestly, look, nothing. Rat- I got seven brothers. Not a whole lot rattles me. So <laughs> I was like more annoyed that he disturbed my sleep. And I'm like, look, if you're going to be here, just be here. Just stay out of my way. Don't be watching me sleep. You weirdo. Like just, I had to say, you have to say, you have to talk to them. You know? That's so funny. And- you're there and move on with your life. Cause I wasn't leaving. <laughs> he wasn't going anywhere. Obviously he's been there for a hundred years. <laughs> I guess. You probably like believed in ghosts since a young age, since you had friend, like a friend come over and say like, this place doesn't feel yeah, normal. Yeah, exactly. And they never, like ghosts never scared me spirit. Like that never really freaked me out. Only that one time. And honestly, like after that, I was fine. Cause I'm like, okay, they're here. I wasn't going to let it scare me. You know, like we're just existing. We're all existing in this crazy paranormal, whatever anyway. So let's just all get along, please. <laughs> See- <laughs> Do you have a theory about what it is, like what these sort of paranormal experiences are, or like what ghosts are? That they had trauma. I think that they had trauma in that location or nearby or something, you know. Um, I definitely think it's trauma related because I feel when they appeared or made themselves known to me, it felt the energy was just sad. And they looked sad. They, they look sad. Like nobody's happy jumping around dancing. Like everybody's like, no, like just moping around, you know? <laughs> so you have another story um, oh from a different family location, right? Yes. Um, Cooperstown, New York. Uh, baseball uh, Hall of Fame? Baseball Hall of Fame, baby. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, my family owns some B&Bs. And Cooperstown, right? So, I mean, people are going to find out anyway. This woman, uh, either she committed suicide or she killed somebody in the house. Her name was Minnie Marsh, right? So, I'm in the shower. People have always said that there were sightings. And, and, like, a lot of pictures that we took at this house, you can actually see, like, a spirit or a light or something behind people in all the pictures. Oh, my God. Do you have any? I do. Can you I, send send me one? I don't know I, if you want me to put it up, but no, I'd be happy to send okay. you pictures. I'll yes. send you pictures of my house, of that house, of this. I'll send you all the stuff. Oh my god. Um, so I was there when I was married, and um I was in the shower, and while I'm showering, I look and I actually see the faucets turn off. And I went down, I threw, I don't even know how I had my clothes on. It's like that Bill Cosby skit where like they're soaking wet because they didn't dry off. That was me. I was soaking wet in my clothes. Like I couldn't even breathe. I was hyperventilating. Oh Again, moved rooms. I'm like, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> Get me out of here. <laughs> so basically this ghost of Minnie like turned off the shower. That's wild. Mm-hmm. Turned it hot first and then turned it off. Oh, turned it hot first. Oh, okay. I, I don't know if that's nice or mean, but uh, I say no. I'm, you know, soap in my eyes. I'm like, why am I burning? Ow. Like, <laughs> what's happening right now? What did a, your then husband say? Oh, I want to hear about the other experiences. But what did your then husband say about that? Uh, he laughed, but was also freaked out, you know, because it's like this. <laughs> huh? <laughs> like, you laugh for a second. You're like, wait, what? Um, and I really feel that certain people are more open. These spirits know when people are more open-minded and open to a message or a sign, um, you know, and just recently I'm getting into like, you know, spirit guides and all sorts of stuff like that. So 
like I'm open to all the messages. You got to be careful though. It's just like, you know, when you, you get what you wish for good or bad, like when you open yourself up for messages, you're going to get the good and the bad. So how specifically, I mean, I want to hear more about the B&B, but I also like, I'm so interested, like how specifically have you been like opening yourself up? Like, let's say you have some pud like me who doesn't have any special feelings or whatever. Like, how do you become more spiritually inclined? And like, how do you deal with negative uh, energy coming at you and stuff? Um, well, honestly, like I've had this really weird journey this last year. Uh, who didn't? Hello. Um, I'm really impressed with the innovation uh, that 2020 and 2021 has produced so far. I'm super thrilled about it. But I was supposed to have a hip replacement surgery last year in March and COVID kept canceling it. They kept saying it was elective. Right. But it wasn't because like six months in, I couldn't walk. And then I had a blood issue. So it was put off again. So then I did um, started doing exercises at home, right? And it's like, I'm just going to tell you this story really quick. My mother gave me an autobiography kit like 30 years ago, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, it's a pandemic. This is a good time for me to look at this. <laughs> Let me get myself busy. And it says, write down your first three childhood memories. And I did. And they were all traumatic, right? And this opened up this big whatever you know, limiting belief I had in my head, whatever, it opened something up. And I had this crazy healing experience uh, after that. Like I let all of this shit go and the universe, boom, like the universe came and hit me. I had no pain. I was doing jumping jacks, jumping up and down. Like I literally saw this golden energy running through my veins instead of blood. It was amazing. It lasted for two hours. And look, I tell the story and I'm like, why does, why doesn't anybody think I'm insane when I tell this story? They're just compelled. They want to know more, you know? Yeah. I mean, to me, it just sounds like the best drug experience that one could have. And I've been like chasing it ever since. And I haven't really had that, but I've come close to it. I get like these really great divine downloads. I'm meditating a lot. I'm teaching a class now, um, a self-care boot camp. Like all of the things that you're afraid of in life are right on the other side of love for yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. And people are so afraid to do that. What, when did it happen? When did you have this like extremely amazing two hours? Was it right after you wrote down these things? Okay. Yeah, I had, a, okay. So I went to this ancestral clearing person. Okay. I, I know I got into it, man. Like I'm a corporate girl. I ran franchises and boom, COVID hit. And I'm like, what the hell is going on in the world? I don't want to do balance sheets anymore. I'm totally in on all of this. I mean, I like, don't know what, like, I, it's the thing. It's like, I don't know what an ancestral spirit person is, but I'm like, I'm in, I was just listening to a story about a guy that got abducted by aliens and he'll be a bad, he wrote a note, he'll be back in 150 years. And I left that podcast being like, oh yeah, yeah, he definitely will be, you know? So like, I'm we're not, not yeah. <laughs> we're not, we're not okay. So I learned, you know, okay. Well, there's a lot involved in it. Um, neuroplastics, you know, but neuroplastics are like little markers on your DNA that are put into you from when you're a child, right? Like your parents were stressed about money. So they did a certain thing to survive. That marker is put into your body. So it's like epigenetics. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So ancestral clearing tries to clear all of that shit out because you did not make the decisions to have these things set up in your body, these kind of beliefs, right? So, you know, the older you get, the more truer to yourself you get, because you just don't give a fuck, you know, that's it. Like, we're just moving on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're just here helping everybody else to get through this thing called life. That's it. 
Um, so I had this ancestral clearing and I honestly didn't think it did anything. I was like, what? That was a half hour of my life. I'm never going to get back. Lo and behold, like the next within three days, I did that whole biography thing where I wrote down some stuff that needed to get healed. And then it was literally like five minutes. I put the pencil down and I was like, what is happening? Like, I felt like I was levitating. It was amazing. All I did, I was crying the whole time. Like, thank you. Thank you. Universe. Thank you, Jesus. Because it's, it was a year that I was in pain and I was like, this is what it feels like to not be in pain. What is happening? It was amazing. So did you ever have your hip replacement? No. And you're just, you can walk and you're fine and you're active. Well, I am managing it. Like I'm off all pain medications. I'm off of everything. I took myself off of all of this stuff. And let me tell you three days in, I'm like, oh shit. Now I know why people get addicted because I was hurt. Oh my God. But I see a chiropractor once a week. Um, he, they have such great new technology, like these, uh, I don't know what it's called sonic boom or something where they send radio waves into your body. Um, it block and it breaks up your arthritis and stuff like that and improves circulation. It hurts like a mother, but it saved my life. Oh my God. It kept me out of, you know, I don't want to get a replacement grant. I will, but not right now. I'm in the middle of moving. It's a pandemic. I got a lot of other shit going on right now. So yeah. I need to put it together. So I'm, I'm not going to not get it. I'm just, I just can't get it right now. But in the meantime, yeah, I'm walking five miles a day. Oh my God. Amazing. Oh yeah. No, working out twice a day. Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm doing, and I have to do it. If I don't stretch for an hour a day, I can't get anywhere. Yeah. I, yeah. This has forced me to really take stock of my own health. Look, I abused my body my whole life with 13 siblings. I had zero boundaries when it came to food, drugs, alcohol, addiction, depression, all of it was on me. And it's taken me this long to finally, like the pandemic was like, okay, you can stop doing and just start being, how's that? Yeah. Right on. I'm in. So what is this class that you're teaching? Um, it's a self-care boot camp, and it's not just about massages and manicures. It's about, you know, setting boundaries and letting go of toxic relationships. And, you know, I just want to help women. I, it's a company called Oh My Girl, and I'm really just here to help women get a leg up and show them that there's another side to bankruptcy, depression, obesity, divorce, all of that shit. Cause I am here. I'm living proof. Holy cow. Wow. This is very inspiring. Um, let's talk more, let's talk more suicide lady ghost, uh, stuff from the, <laughs> we don't want to leave people on that. Let's take it down. Come on. Um, I just, I just don't want to miss any like spooky stories that you know about from that, uh, B and B. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was my only experience with it. But again, there's been people that have run out of their screaming. It's the like, it's the same cabinets opening and like just weird stuff, things being moved. Um, and honestly, I really don't think they're, you got to know they're not here to scare us. Like they're in trauma. They're also looking for help. You know, they're just like us, but on the other side of whatever. Do you think there's any way to help them? Uh, yeah, just accept them, you know? Yeah just go on with your life and, you know, thank them. Maybe they're looking out for you too. Who knows? Well, thank you so much for doing this. And you're making me want to like work out and write in my diary, which I never do. And like be, take care of myself. Uh, this boot camp that I have, it starts tomorrow. It's 15 minutes and it's wow. free. It's 15 minutes a day and it's free. I'm going to go. When is it? I'm going to go live on a Facebook group to every day at noon. And it's literally a boot camp for people. Like I'm here for people that are ready to make transformation, not just like 
bullshit and complain and bring the vibe down. We're here to like get some energy up and get people out and motivated to live their best life, live every inch of your life. Like if the pandemic taught us anything, it's like you can prepare as much as you want for your future. It doesn't mean shit. Okay, because it can all disappear. All you're left with at the end of the day is this body, this vessel. So I want everybody to take care of it to the best of their ability. Mary, where can people find you on the internet and elsewhere uh, besides Oh My Girl on Facebook? Um, you're going to go to Oh My Girl Media on Instagram or uh, It's Mary Smith on Instagram, um, which is my private page and is super dirty. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Um, and that's it. Like I have a link tree in there. I have a little, um, it's called the milkshake, uh, mini webpage. It's got all the information. I'm so like, I just want to help people. I don't want to spend all my days doing tech and making content. So don't go in there hoping for any, you know, bells and whistles. You got the basic information and you got a sign up sheet and a landing page. And I have some really cute emails to send you. So um, <laughs> Just get in there. Let's start there. <laughs> that is wonderful. Well, thank you so much for doing this podcast. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you so much for listening to Comedians with Ghost Stories. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you would be so kind, please rate and review us favorably. Us. It's me. It's just me. Hi, it's Emily. I do this on my computer. It's a six-year-old computer. Why am I telling you that? I just am, like, unraveling at the end of these now. Why? Why? Anyway, you can follow me on social media at Emily MC Winter. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Please rate and review it um, on iTunes or wherever you can. Thank you for being wonderful and supporting this. And I'll, I'll, I'll see, see you around. Okay. All right. <laughs>